Um, even breweries even have uh, these things. Um, water, um, you know, like I said, go watch how it's made. All those episodes, you'll see all that stuff. Um, Very cool. High speed equipment, you know. Hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely. Uh, at absolutely. a higher level. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think uh, with Raspberry Pis that came out too, um, IoT and, and even, you know, some of the SCADA stuff is, is easier to mess with because now we have, you know, stuff like the Raspberry Pi and GPIO boards and stuff like that to, to mess mm-hmm. with. Um, so that's really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I think SCADA is probably one of the more interesting fields to get into uh, when it comes to security. That and aviation and I really want to dive off into satellite and space. Uh, it seems like that's probably one of the most popular places right now, now that SpaceX is up off the ground. Um, so I'm going to open this up to four questions. Um, the chat is open. So if you guys want to dump questions into the chat for Chris and uh, Ryan, if you have anything, you guys speak up and... Uh, What's the biggest misconception about ICS you face when like trying to explain it to people? Uh, I don't know if there's any misconception, but uh, a lot of times they, uh, people will assume that, you know, it's something you can just change like on IT systems, like, Hey, we can get a new computer every five years. Can't just do that with a control system. Right. Uh it has to be re- physically re-engineered. Like you're having to do electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, chemical engineering. All that stuff has to be baked back into it because it's controlling that process. And um, so it, you can't just change something on a dime um, like like you can with IT. Just download a new app. Okay, great. No problem. Um, and some of the same technologies that IT they don't necessarily work in control system environments because there's different protocols and, and different, different other constraints. Like if you get malware on a PLC, you can't just re-image it or wipe it. Um, you might have to replace it. So things like that. Why is that? What's, what's uh, so special about PLC firmware that you can't just uh, reinstall it or? Well, again, it's uh, you can. There are some cases, but again, it, some of them. What if it's so impacted? Like if, and you take a case like Stuxnet, everything's pwned. Um, you can't trust it. You you might have a hidden bootloader in in that system, so you can't trust it, right? And, and back then, things weren't digitally signed. They, they didn't have digitally signed firmware. They didn't have digitally signed anything. Now you're starting to see control systems that do, that won't authenticate unless there's a hardware token matching the other hardware token in that frame where the PLC plugs in. So, yeah. There, there was one question on here from Rick. He just sent it to me. Um, he says, uh, could Chris possibly explain the concept of air gapping and how effective is it really to preventing a cyber attack against a system? All right, so yes. Air gapping works, but when some people, especially po- folks in upper management, send to say air gap, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, so an air gap is means there there's no connection period outside of that control system network. If you have, uh, let's say, uh, let's think of a, a simple one. You might have a PLC that's controlling an escalator. 
and it stands alone. And you, the only way to change it is you have to go there to change the settings on it. That's air gapped. That means there's no other things connected to it. Now, there's temporary connections when someone connects a laptop to make a change or things like that. But that's generally what we talk about when it's air gapped. Um, now, the large, uh, most of the control systems are not. And there might be firewalls that's in between IT and OT or data diodes or unidirectional gateways uh, or sneaker net, you know, a lot of uh, back and forth on USBs. Um, but the, the ones that are really effective are uh, control systems where they don't allow mobile devices at all. They ban them. They don't allow, they do it like x-rays of your backpack of when you go in. They don't allow any USBs, they don't allow any other thing unless it's signed off to the T. Um, and uh, if you if you combine that with very strong physical security, um, that's a very secure system. And now I've seen somewhere they didn't do a physical assessment, and someone has, you know, like a, a keypad and you know badge reader keypad. But if you look under the badge reader, it's got the pin number that someone wrote underneath, and it lets you in. You know. So you have to have good physical security and an actual air gap where it's not connected. Otherwise, um, there's going to be a way in yeah, for sure. as, as an attack. So so another uh, question I had as far as air gapping, right? So have you seen a lot of activity um, when, you're, when you're talking about industrial systems and SCADA and the different PLCs, uh, especially out in the field, do you guys see a lot of RF tampering? Yeah, it depends. Um, if it's in a public area, sure. Um, you'll see, you know, just people trying to connect to stuff or whatever. Um, but if you're out in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and you got wet, you know, it's probably not going to be an issue. It's something that needs to be fixed, right? But, uh, you know. What, what's really uh, cool is um, some, of the, some of the applications I've messed with, with SCADA, um, you can actually, this is, this is how I got into SCADA really, is going to some of the places that had like the interfaces for the, the PLCs and getting demo copies of that software and setting up my own stuff and just messing with my own shit. And was like, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, there, there's processes behind it. Um, I had someone ask me a really funny question one time. They're like, how do you get Windows updates on SCADA systems? I was like, I don't know. If you're, if you're worried about updating a SCADA system with Windows patches, we definitely need to talk and have a pen test. <laughs> But yeah, I think the majority of, of, of the people coming into security don't know a lot about SCADA or industrial systems because it's not part of the, you know, the mainstream security, I think. But I think as time goes by, we're seeing a lot more of SCADA and some of that technology come into the, the prime view, um, especially after solar winds and Stuxnet and all that stuff. So we had a, a guy on not too long ago that used to work. He, he's a retired colonel for um, Israel, Israeli Defense Forces, and he worked on their cyber team, cyber defense team. And we got to talking about Stuxnet. So what is your take on Stuxnet? Do you believe that the U.S. is involved or, or do you believe it was strictly Israeli? Yeah, yeah it's... I don't know personally because I don't have any visibility into that, but it, yeah, I mean, that's Ralph Lagner has a great Ted talk about it, even though he got some things wrong in it, he went back and did another video about it, but his analysis of it 
uh, was spot on. He did the full reverse engineering. He actually figured out how the malware works. So check out, um, uh, there's a, to kill a centrifuge is a white paper he wrote. Um, I can go grab the link. Anyway, it's, it's a great thing. Um, you know, nation states, they have the capability and there's the only ones that we're really seeing this type of malware from. Um, I think they used that same malware on another uh, compromise not too long ago, but it's an old version, of, a later version of uh, Stuxnet. Um, but that, that malware seemed to make its rounds through oil and gas and some other stuff as well. Um, they also had some malware that was aimed at shipping as well. Shipping, I think, is, is another interesting uh, area to, to look at security is, you know, big cargo ships and, and automated shipping and, and, you know, the systems they use on those, on those uh, crafts. And I know Rick, Rick probably knows a lot more about that than I do. Um, Rick, is, Rick is one of our listeners. He's really involved in super yachting and security on, on super yachts. Um, so, but a lot of like transportation, the curriculum structure, stuff like that is really just interesting. And uh, I was always jealous of the guys that got to work in the SCADA stuff uh, coming into security because I didn't have any access to that. Um, I had, you know, ideas and I had some background in, in electric and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, SCADA is a totally different world. Um, any yeah. It's, it's definitely more expensive. You can't just go buy uh, buy a brand new controller for a power plant. Uh, you know, starting maybe starting at like twenty five grand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But you can get little things like Phoenix contact little PLCs for maybe a thousand dollars. Might be able to get. Uh, you know. I have this all covered in that hacker hall to talk. I tell you, you know, some PLC kits that you can get or make. Cool. We're um, actually thinking about building a um, sort of like a smart city um and have like uh, systems built into it for for power and light and electric uh, water uh transportation all that stuff but it's going to be kind of like a ctf but it's actually going to be a physical village right so you know like the during christmas time they have like the snow villages right we're going to build an actual village or, or a city with all the components that you would see like in a major city and you know, take turns uh, hacking it and making lights go on and off and, and some good stuff. But that's coming down the, down the pipe. So a little bit about what we do, Chris, um, with the Haunted Hacker, like it's an open community and we're, you know, we just give back knowledge. Like if you go into our Discord, you see like we have probably what, Ryan, 50 sections full of, of you know, cool stuff and just neat, neat little like memes and educational stuff. And, and you know, it's a really good group. And so, you know, I think that if, what's that? Go ahead, Ryan. Knowledge for everyone. Anyone yeah. who's keen to learn. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of what we do. Um, I, I'm going to steal some of these links from you, put them into the Discord for some of the new people to to check out. Um, and also, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Also, too, um, you know, anytime you have. Um, you hear of a conference, you might hear us talking about it in, in the ICS security folks, you might us hear talk about the beer ISAC. I know you put that in the link. Um, I was a co-founder of the beer ISAC. Uh, there was all these different ISACs, water ISAC, oil and gas. Well, we created one called beer ISAC means that you just get together with someone who knows and you're sharing information. You don't necessarily have to drink beer or, or whiskey or you can drink water or coffee. It can be breakfast ISAC, you know, just getting together, sharing knowledge, just like what we're doing here. 
um, you know, and that's kind of, that's the great thing about it is because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Um, and oftentimes the beer ice act is way better than the official ice acts and sharing information. So, yeah, the, the, the official channels are, are a little difficult, especially, uh, when I worked in oil and gas, the official channels in oil and gas were so difficult to get knowledge and, and information from. It's ridiculous. Um, so let's see, uh, that's about it for the questions. Um, Chris, you have any questions for, for me or, or the group or for Ryan? No, no it's like, so uh, I, I, I'm on Discord, but I haven't joined your Discord yet. I think I have every chat program known to man mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. You have, uh, where are you on? I don't know. I'm on Google Plus, whatever. Uh, it, it's so, uh, so uh, tell me about the ch- different channels you have in your, in your Discord and things like that. You just- sure, sure. So we started the Discord um, shortly after we started the Haunted Hacker. Uh, and originally it was just going to be a place for the people in the group to hang out and socialize or whatnot. Um, but I just made a decision to open that up to the public and we had it open for a while. And, uh, during one of the podcasts, we got attacked through discord. Um, we since fixed the problem and we made it, uh, invite only, uh, and we share, you know, the discord invites with people that we can verify. We know who they are and, and, you know, the good people, whatever. Uh, so some of the sections we have, you know, we have stuff for mental health. Uh, you know, people don't want to, you know, go to the public and, and, and try to find somebody to talk to. They can always talk to people, um, colleagues, whatnot, to get any kind of support or whatever. Uh, we have places for VOMS, um, code. Uh, we have CTF fund. We have um, mater- merchandise, of course. And we have like material for testing, study guides, stuff like that, free courses, stuff for women in tech, forensics, really anything you could possibly think of um, within security uh, that m- might be a topic we have. I don't know if we have uh, industrial control systems. Um, I would hope we do. If not, I'm sure I'll add it. What's that, Ryan? No, we definitely do, man. Definitely. Cool. Um, so yeah, like they, they do a good job of, of, of adding stuff all the time. I mean, I'll jump on the discord every once in a while and I'll peek in and there's always somebody adding some really cool content or a new tool that, you know, new, new exploit code. Um, so that's basically it. Um, we don't charge anything to anybody. We don't, um, you know, there's no pay service. It's all just a really open community and really good group of people. I really like that. That's the, awesome. Um, I like that t-shirt, by the way, the PCAPs were never happen. That's, that's epic. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I was like, I was wearing a different shirt. I'm like, what? I'm going to be on camera. I need to wear a cool shirt. So uh, uh, this is one of my favorite sayings too, right? Uh, and uh, I actually wore this in my DEF CON talk. And I was um, had it for a while, so that's kind of cool. Um, but no, I'm just glad to... Someone thought to have me on a podcast and Mike, I haven't seen you literally in 10 years. Yeah. You're looking great. You too, man. You and, too. Uh, Congrats on the baby, bro. Congrats. on. Yeah. The baby. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll have to catch up more and, uh, anyone that, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, feel free to reach out to me or on discord. Now I join the, I join the thing. So, um, cool. glad to share because, you know, who knows I, I'm, uh, Frenchie asked, I'll just type in that. 
Yeah, I, I don't think we're too far from you, actually. Come on down the trace. Come on down the just trace. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off the mountain for sure. Um, or yeah, or, or, uh, or you know, so it's like uh, lots of lots of thing, um, lots of good things that y'all are doing, sharing information, you know, creating things, doing new ideas. You know, I don't know how long I'll be doing security, but you know, as long as they'll keeps being fun and uh you know having a lot of fun things to do meeting great people you know that's great for me one day i'll probably retire and just get on a tractor and just drive that around there you, you know, go <laughs> be a luddite you know yeah i gotta say secure security in general the industry is, is a really great industry i think we're pretty lucky to have the industry that we do and the people we have um because the majority of the people in our industry are really cool and and just genuine people uh, but then, of course, you know, just like in the industry, you got to have your knuckleheads that, that cause problems and make it tough for everybody else. Um, but yeah, man, it was yeah. great having you on. Yeah. And dude, you're welcome in the Discord 24-7. And, uh, you know, if you want to jump on the, the podcast anytime, it's every Saturday, um, you know, throw you a co-host and you can toss on your video and, and help us interview people and, you know, just make a community effort. But I really appreciate it. It was really good catching up with you and, and the best with the baby and, and, yeah. you know, congrats to the family, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, I, pre- I appreciate it very much. And to, to Mike and Ryan and all the others uh, who asked questions and stuff, I think this is the second official podcast I've ever been on. Nice. I've been in security for a really long time. And uh, so uh, I, I w- we did a beer ISAC one, but it hasn't even been published yet. So really? y'all actually might be, my first infosec or security or hacker related podcast. Oh, we, so we will be cool. because it'll, it'll go up uh, either tonight or tomorrow. So we'll, we'll definitely be the All first. Right. Um, but like I said, yeah. anytime, so, stop by. Um, anybody else have any questions before I, before I end this? I'm going to shut it down. Um, also, Chris, let's talk about doing a, a, another podcast later on and maybe do a skater project, you and I, if you have time. Um, and do a right, podcast we'll down the road yeah. on, on that uh, on that project. I think it'd be pretty cool. And Ryan, you can jump in because I think that there's more people here that are, are interested in SCADA and PLC and industrial systems than just me and Ryan. It's a great field to spe- you know to to specialize in because there's so much opportunity. Uh, there's probably not a business out there that doesn't have some kind of automation like that, even if it's building automation. Mm-hmm. So the sky's the limit and, and, you know, people are hiring all over. We just hired a new person. We'll probably have more openings later this year. Just the same with every other control system specific company that has uh, security control system security, even pen testing. We do lots and lots of pen testing. So, oh, nice. you know, keep cool. uh, uh, those skills uh, going and um, you're going to, uh, people that are interested in that field are going to find uh, lots of good, good fun work to do. So. Cool. Absolutely. Ryan, did you have uh, something else you want to add real quick before we jump off? No, man. All good. Good. And it's good to see you back again, Ryan, too. I, it seems like it's been forever since I've seen you. Good to see you doing better, good. Right? Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I will see you guys next weekend and look for this on Tech Strong TV, Digital Anarchist, and on YouTube. And I'll send you those links, Chris, and y'all have a good one. All right. Adios. Sounds great. Have a good weekend.